This is Minnesota Today for Friday, October 14th. I'm NPR News Editor Lisa Ryan. Here's our top story right now. The Feeding Our Future alleged fraud produced tense debate exchanges between candidates for Minnesota Attorney General today. Appearing on NPR News, DFL Attorney General Keith Ellison and Republican opponent Jim Schultz tangled over the fraud allegations in a program designed to feed hungry children during the COVID-19 pandemic. It led to 49 people being charged with felonies. Schultz says Ellison waited too long to alert federal investigators on behalf of a state agency overseeing the meal program. He says that allowed people to steal millions of dollars. The fact is you've been focused on pleasing your far-left extreme base that represents a small minority of Minnesotans, a small fraction of Minnesotans. And the fact is you were completely missing in action, and the result is $250 million at least that we know of has gone out the door to people everyone knew were fraudsters. Ellison says the investigation has yielded charges, resulted in some financial recovery, and wouldn't have been successful if the targets had been alerted to the probe. He says his office aided federal authorities throughout. Park officials in Minneapolis say they think the historic John H. Stevens House can be rebuilt, despite damage from three arson fires in as many months. Tim Nelson has more. The historic home dates to before the Civil War and originally stood near downtown Minneapolis. It hosted some of the earliest public gatherings in the city and has been preserved as a historic site. It was moved near Minnehaha Falls decades ago. Fires in August, September, and October gutted the main body of the house. Police now say all three were intentionally set, and investigators are offering a reward for tips on who started the fires. The building was insured, and experts believe it can still be saved. According to Park Board spokesperson Don Summers, she says they've also stepped up security. We had some overnight security through this Tuesday, and then at that time we had the installation of a, a higher fence, an eight-foot fence, and we've also bolstered both lighting and security systems. Rebuilding is expected to start in the spring. I'm Tim Nelson. Hurricane Ian left devastating damage in parts of Florida more than two weeks ago, and many Minnesota volunteers continue to assist with restoration. Tom Kowalski, a volunteer from Red Cross Minnesota and Dakota's region, spent two weeks in Florida and described the damage he saw on the drive from Miami to Tampa Bay, passing through Fort Myers. Oh, there was a tremendous amount of damage. As we drove up, we started seeing water on the side of the road. We started seeing more and more down power lines, buildings boarded up and, and damaged. He says the people he met were grateful for the help and are remaining hopeful. And here's what else we're watching. Workers at more than a half dozen condo buildings in the Twin Cities are picketing today, the first day of a two-day unfair labor practice walkout. They're employed by First Service Residential, which manages the buildings, including caretakers and desk attendants. Organizers of the walkout say the workers have been trying to unionize for months to address high turnover of employees. They allege First Service has refused to meet with workers or commit to a union vote. A message left with First Service was not immediately returned. Attorneys are asking an Aiken County judge to intervene in a case involving alleged discrimination. Back in August, a jury found that pharmacist George Badeau did not discriminate against Andrea Anderson when he denied her prescription for an emergency contraceptive back in 2019 due to his religious beliefs. Attorneys for Anderson submitted a motion for the judge to intervene in the case, with a judgment notwithstanding a verdict, and a motion for a new trial due to alleged court errors during the trial process, including that the jury was wrongly instructed. Lawyers for Badeau and his employer argued the decision was rightly decided by the jury. The judge says he'll issue a decision as soon as possible. 
and Minnetonka-based United Health Group beat analysts' forecasts in its third quarter results announced today. The healthcare giant reported revenue in the quarter increased 12% year-over-year to more than $80 billion. Earnings were up more than 30% compared to last year. United Health still gets most of its revenue from its insurance plans, but today's earnings report showed strong revenue growth from delivering health care through its Optum Health division. United Health stock has been trading near or above $500 a share this year, about double what it was at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. In sports, the Timberwolves play a final preseason game tonight at home against Brooklyn. The Wolves are undefeated in the preseason and open the regular season next Wednesday. The Gophers football team faces Illinois on Saturday morning in Champaign-Urbana. The Gophers had last weekend off after losing to Purdue the week before. Illinois is ranked 24th in the nation. And on Sunday, the Vikings play the Dolphins in Miami. The Vikings lead the division with a record of 4-1. and The Twin Cities saw snow today, the earliest measurable snowfall in the metropolitan area in four years. Duluth saw about two inches of snowfall. The snow has pretty much disappeared in the Twin Cities with a high today of 41 degrees in St. Paul. Tomorrow will warm up slightly, highs in the 50s for central and southern Minnesota, staying in the 40s for the northern part of the state. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Lisa Ryan. Kathy Warzer will be back Monday morning with an update. Until then, have a good weekend.